0: Hello
1: everybody and welcome to episode 275 of the Siren Studs podcast. I'm Kurt, joined once again this week by my Arthurian co-hosts Peter and Jake. In with Australia, that's an interesting... You got a mountain dew slushy. They make those. <laughs> well we have to we have to have the question now. Do garita versus mountain Dew slushy? What is the best mountain dew inspired treat? I mean, if you put the Midori, in, it's just going to taste like Midori. I don't think the Frozen's going to do anything for you at that point. Well, you got that blender. Just blend up some ice and fucking throw you in your tequila, your Mountain Dew, and your Midori. Well, all right. So if, you, if you're really that desperate, I'm sure on Amazon you can find the actual syrup they use for Mountain Dew and just drizzle that that nasty-ass, stinky-ass street bowl right into there. But actually do those things if, if you're watching a YouTube video. (laughs) that's (laughs) (laughs) that's a meme I'm not up to date with Cause I can, I can, yeah, let me, uh, let me see if I can make heads or tails of the specs list on a fucking slushy. That seems, that seems excessive. Oh no, this is, this is Katoom Restaurant Supply Incorporated. This is something that you would buy for your, like, fucking... You get this shit for your bed and breakfast. <laughs> oh, only uh, dude, you can get this for as low as 468 a month with credit key. It's not that bad. <laughs> you can afford that. Oh, I'm sure this is a this is a good investment um if you're in like Key West or any other town where Jimmy Buffett is the most popular artist. <laughs> I mean, if he had four-inch legs, that would definitely attract attention. Little baby legs. It's got some speed. I mean, it's got that. It's a three and a half half court cylinder, and there's two of them. All right, two hundred and thirty five pounds. Who, buddy? I guess, I guess a good chunk of that five thousand dollar price tag is to cover the shipping. It's only 115 volts. That seems low for what is an industrial margarita machine. (laughs) Should be running 240, I think. We've spent, uh... Alright, what is this? On the other end of the spectrum. How the fuck does it even work? Nostalgia. I don't think you can trademark nostalgia. (laughs) Company. Alright, well it looks like it's literally just a um low power blender. Yeah, the the slushies. Get yourself some pina colada. They don't have painkiller. They should make painkiller. Taco. This is the gaudiest fucking like. We can we can discuss the practicality of a heated lazy susan for Taco Tuesday another time. I there might be an argument for that being worth existing. However, there is no argument that this particular piece of equipment is the most hideous thing you could possibly purchase for your kitchen. Oh, it's time for Taco Tuesday. (laughs) Oh, it's a heated lazy Susan. My name's Susan. (laughs) NostalgiaStore.com <laughs> They got ice cream makers. They got quesadilla makers. Never buy a quesadilla maker. That is, that is Those are a lot of money for Look, if they didn't turn off the show when we spent five minutes discussing the specs of an industrial margarita maker, they're not turning the show off now. They're in it for the long haul. <laughs>
0: <They're>... <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: And you'll also be missing the first 10 minutes of the movie. (laughs) Well, I would have, I would have bought it on VOD had they released it on VOD. Uh, There's not a theater near me playing the Green Knight. Uh, And I didn't want to drive to fucking Brooklyn to watch the movie. So (laughs) I was left to resort to less than scrupulous means. And this has been a golden age for that with the pandemic making day and date VOD releases for high quality web rips readily available. However, A24 is too hipster for that shit. So (laughs) we had to go to the hipster retro method of getting fucking movies Pirated, and that's the Chinatown bootleg of literally someone in the movie theater with their camcorder. (laughs) It's like this shit fucking comes on hard drives now, just rob the projectionist. (laughs) I think it was like from the '90s, right? We we definitely when we saw the trailer, um, found the advertisement for the board game and put it in the chat. Gabagool, <laughs> <coughs> <Grab> <laughs> is that what is that? How Italians bless each other on the when they sneeze. Even you, you wait, you're kidding me. Even the fucking industrial steamer has mismatched number of hot dogs and buns. <laughs> All right, I guess the I guess the uh, I guess the uh, commercial was just made to look like it was the 90s because this is it's on the A24 YouTube channel and on their shop.a24films you can have for the low low price of $35 the green knight a fantasy role playing game um there's there's uh appears to be a very watered down version of d d with five pre-made character sheets for a noble bard sorcerer knight and hunter uh, a a rough map and a, a dungeon master's guide um, I can imagine the person who wrote this movie was a big enough nerd to fucking. I mean, how hard can it be? <laughs> You can only buy nine at a time though. Limit nine per customer. Let's not get crazy here. Crazy like some of these trailers. In our trailer roundup segment, we call Trey Watch, where we watch trailers and make snap judgments on the quality of the movie. Uh, and we're never wrong. Not once. Definitely no movie. We were iffy on, came up out of nowhere, and snatched several all-decade awards. Um, No, that's never happened. Uh, Just like, they've never made a movie like Kate before. It's a totally original concept. I don't think it's been done before. It's It's like a rogue agent spy movie, but the girl's the spy. Yeah, I know, right? She's a femme, and, and she's like fatal to the persons she, she comes across. I've got it. I've got it. We'll call her Chick Flick. <laughs> yeah, um yeah geez if only there was i feel like that'd be a cool concept for a movie like if there was a guy who had like some sort of weird heart condition and he had to constantly shock himself uh like uh uh i got it amazing spider-man 2 (laughs) Is it? Oh wait, yeah, I guess it is. It's bad enough.
0: <laughs> the
1: electric torch. So I thought the, like, the 90s Spider-Man cartoon had a weird origin for Electro as, like, the Nazi superweapon, but, man, that tooth gap scene <laughs> single-handedly. <laughs> he should have e-got it off of that. That alone.
0: Yeah. You
1: had a lot more to say about that than I ever could've. <laughs> Apparently there are people that really liked Atomic Blonde. But there's a lot of dumb people in the world, so I don't know what the what to take from that. Oh, right. The old, the old, uh, from two of the six writers of Scary Movie. (laughs) Not Neon the production company, but Neon the color scheme. Now, they do very dark coming of age stories, mostly about young girls, and then also Pig. Which is, which I guess, is a coming of age story. just not about a young girl. Well, I guess the uh, the pig was a girl. Yeah. So maybe she should be called Sow, but I guess that didn't test well. <laughs> <laughs> Suey The one where the world is significantly less fucked, but we are deprived one good Nicholas Cage movie. <laughs> um. So on the opposite end of, on the opposite end of Kate, which is very paint by numbers, spoiler plate action movie, we have Chop Shop, which is uh. It is Cop Shop. Um, a little less distic. Um, which uh, is surprisingly not a Guy Ritchie movie. Sure has that feel to it. Um, Joan Car- Joe Carnahan, who I believe directed Smoking Aces, which was very similar crazy uh, action movie. Yes, he did do Smoking Aces. And The Grey. Also... The 2010 A Team, which I was today years old when I found out that remembered that that existed. Um, but this this movie is, uh, I think, it looks like something I would enjoy. It's a very stylized action movie with zany characters and uh, some really uh, frenetic cinematography to go along with it. Um I think the Hateful Eight itself was a renovation of several movies that came before it. Tarantino doesn't really have original ideas. He just watches other movies. He's like, hey, I like that. <laughs> I think that might be intentional. Yeah, I think that might be a stylistic choice, but it also might be like, hey, uh, we're not going to have a big enough box office to pay the higher-end VFX house to do this, so we're going to have to, like, hire... Six kids who fucking learned After Effects by binge watching video Kai pi- video Copilot videos. No, not even they didn't even go to full sale. They didn't get scammed by the for-profit university. They just got scammed by the like one editor, and at least he was in his thirties when I watched Video Copilot. He's probably eighty now because that's how time works. That's. It's very possible when the aliens finally uh, receive the radio wave that far out in space and get hooked on the Saturn Studs podcast. Uh, two and a half years after that happens, <laughs> uh, they'll that'll be sure. Oh, it's a new Clint Eastwood movie. I mean, it's six of one, half dozen the other. You know, I'm a little shocked that, uh, Old Town Road did not play as the car was pulling in. I mean, they put it in Rambo. I wouldn't have been shocked to see them and put them in Cry Macho. President. <laughs> Cry Macho. Shooter, (laughs) I'm going to shoot you. I think it was Shooter. No, it was Marksman or whatever. (laughs) There is a a Liam Neeson action movie called Shooter out right now in Redbox. (laughs) Liam Neeson's in a new Redbox action movie every week called I'm going to shoot you. He's got his Oscar for playing Oscar Schindler up on his mantle, and he's got his pile of money from starring in Taken 8 in his garage. I think we know which one he values more. But it is 91-year-old Clint Eastwood making this movie, so that message might get a little muddled. (laughs) (laughs) Tehiko? (laughs) But then video came and killed the rodeo star. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> cockfight, cockfight, corn pipe, El Diablo. What?
0: <laughs> Wu
1: there's there's a comment in this thread that is simply Wu Tang. And it's by the account it's that Wu Tang gang. And I I believe that's the first comment on this video. So someone wrote a bot for the account. It's that Wu Tang gang to count. Yes, it's that Wu Tang guy. Oh, guys, I should not have stumbled down this rabbit hole. I'm way too high for this. Um, So it's that Wu-Tang guy has uploads from six years ago. A series of episodes of a show we called Walk the Heck, Mr. Yan Can Cook. There are eight episodes from six years ago. Uh, there are a couple of ones that are actually pretty well viewed. I think uh, the highest one, puzzlingly, is episode uh five at twenty-two thousand views. And then he has another one called Total Recall Johnny Cab Taxi, and dart throwing like a boss. i just got stuff um yeah anyway that's what was it yeah cry macho president powerade president powerade cry macho Oh, I, I, I... It was Brando. Yeah. That's why I used to call him President Brando. We <laughs> I mean, parts of a Bitcoin, we almost have one full Bitcoin. We will take bus passes if they are from currently functioning bus systems. I wish I were a dumb kid and had bought into Bitcoin when it first became a thing. And I didn't quite understand how anyone would ever buy into it. But then it became like $60,000 at various points in history. So, shows what I know. Damn healthy skepticism. Why can't I be stupid at times? Interesting look at the movie. Still uncertain how I feel. Um. No, I, I, I still... I know that's where, like, you have to ha- kind of have the interplay between Eddie and Venom. Like, that's got to be part of the movie, but it's, it's, it's too much and it's too goofy. Venom is not a goofy character. That is not how I would describe him in the slightest. I'm kinda I'm getting sold on I'm getting sold on um uh Woody Harrelson. I still would have liked to have seen the Jim Carrey screen test. Uh but hey, he's he's uh He seems like he's going to be good in the movie. The one thing I do have a concern about is, uh, I'm sure it's just the way they edited it, but if he gets the symbiote from biting Eddie Brock, I'm going to be big mad. Cletus Cassidy Well they 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 It's it's the same explanation that they gave in the cartoon he was so fucking insane that he bonded so well with the symbiote that they referred to themselves as i instead of we um that's that's been a a, a uh, I I just nah. I mean, there was a kind of. Well, I mean, the scene where Carnage like eats the fucking dude's insides was pretty uh intense. Well, they might might see him like get like flat. And then let's drop them. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like that was one of my criticisms of the Venom movie when we did our review of it. Uh, which I was I was a lot more positive on Venom than most were. Uh, just because it was nice to finally have that character star in a movie. Uh, but one of the things we said, because like it's hard to argue that it wouldn't have, but an R rating would have done a lot of work for that movie. Andy Serkis is directing this, really? That's interesting. yeah sony's trying to uh stick to the formula no oh, well carnage is definitely going to be a stronger villain so it'll it'll at least have that going for it um yeah that's kind of why it was a little bit like it it's felt backwards to do like separation, anxiety, first, although they didn't really adapt that too closely, they just took a couple of the characters from it uh and then do carnage's thing second, like I understand you don't want to blow your the big villain on the first movie, and venom does not exactly have a large rogue's gallery as he is a rogue himself um but you could have gotten a creative with it or just like done the lethal uh, more closely adapted lethal protector uh, you know and had like still a generic bad guy but not the same style generic bad guy that you're going to have in your sequel you know a little bit scottish well this is one of his personalities right or didn't did he survive glass i don't remember <laughs> Did we just rebrand his name to And <laughs> M-, M. Night Shyam- Shyamalan? That's his uh, cousin? That has a different last name. <laughs> well, Jake, Jake did it first, and I think you just copied him. Yes, it's Shyamalan. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Bandersnatch. Now, this is... He caught. Called... It's going to be yeah it's I think it's uh, it's playing off to be that way is this a Netflix movie I think it's gonna be more than that. Yeah, there was there was the one where. Yeah, there was that one, and then there was the one that I think had Anne Hathaway in it. Um where they'd like do a heist of a diamond from a department store. Um I mean I assume it came out. <laughs> so now there's this one. Um so it looks like we're getting so that that sounds right, yeah, no, not not money heist or whatever it is. It really solves all your problems. That's the lesson, kids.
0: Regal, that's
1: what most of them are. Yeah, because, like, the only other, well, the only other shit they do is like recordings of operas in place, and, like, the occasional boxing match. Which I always thought would have been cool to, like, fucking watch the fight on the big screen for, like, 13 bucks. I think that'd be worth the experience. Oh, of course, Shirabakro. I sense that backwards the forwards, you know, <laughs> like they read over there. Sue! So. Do I have to pay extra for the (laughs) Tiggler? Safe search off. Well, they do that at fucking uh, Universal on the Shrek 4D. Well, that's definitely going to get you some, some shit that is not safe for work. I mean, I've, I've had a 4D experience at Universal Studios, uh, Trek 4D, as I had mentioned previously, and it uh, depends on the price. If it's not much more than, like, Dolby Vision or regular 3D or 3D IMAX, then yeah, sure, go for it. But if it's going to be, like, 25 bucks for a ticket, no, don't fucking bother with that nonsense. Uh there's another trailer for net We're done with talking about trailers. <laughs> we got buff? Yeah. It's bonus material. You been drinking this evening, Peter? Oh, I thought you were talking about the price of fucking forty X. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a hundred, I was like, excuse you. <laughs> Well, we've seen a few A24 movies. We saw Disaster Artist and Lighthouse, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't see that. That seems a little high-budget for A24. They did the movie, remember the movie about the fucking, uh, the evil dress? That was an A24 movie. No, it wasn't that. It it was, maybe it was called dress or something equally, uh, predictable. I don't, I don't remember if they did the one with the hair. I, I, I recalled that when I was thinking about the dress one, but there is a separate one with the dress or maybe that was like part of a collection of horror stories that were on Hulu or whatever. Um, but yes, I do remember the hair one. <laughs> Are you Tanda-headed? <laughs> Alright. Okay, yeah. That won an Academy Award. Yeah, I think that one Best Picture. waves
0: well,
1: <clears throat> yeah I didn't they had, they had more like bigger stuff than I, I thought or they've been around longer than I thought Jungle Cruise leads the domestic box office for weekend 31 there's only 52 weeks in a year folks we are a scant 21 weeks away from 2022. Um, Jungle Cruise, as I said, top spot, $35 million in uh, 4,300 theaters. Uh, don't, don't worry, folks. The Rock has already said he's not going to sue Disney. Emily Blunt's not sure though. (laughs) Um, 46, up to 46 million, uh, as of today is reporting and, uh, 27 million international. So $74 million worldwide already. Well, I'm sure this is an easy $150 million budget, uh, but it's on its way. Yeah, they made like, I know Black Widow made like 60 something million off of those so I'm sure this will be similar um uh, old and second down almost 60% I guess the bad word of mouth didn't hurt as bad as we might have thought uh 6.862 million our feature tonight the green knight opening in third um 6 point yeah very close to old um if it had been in as many theaters as old, it probably would have beat it, but it is in like 600 less. Black Widow, down another 44.3%, still good enough for $6.4 $6. 4 million. What's that up to now? $346 million worldwide. Not, not a big enough box office for her, though. Every red cent. Uh, it's it's down in six, uh, four point three two five million down another fifty five percent almost, and out of five hundred theaters already in its third week. Um, let's see, it's made one hundred twenty one million dollars worldwide. So, yeah, here's... Okay, here's the, uh, here's the ranking. So, it opened July 16th, $13 million. Next week, it's down 76.7%. Uh, the following week, 57.2%. Now, this doesn't seem quite right, though. Let me look at that again. How much? No, it made $4 million. $4 million, yeah. Oh, I think that was its daily take on each Friday. I see. So on its opening day, it made $13 million. The following Friday, it made $3 million. And the Friday after that, one point. Yeah, Okay. Box, uh, yeah, Box Office Mojo used to be a lot easier to understand before IMDb bought it, um, and they took away the categories. We can't see what horrors, terror from the deep are up to these days. Um, going back a peg, here we have Stillwater opening in fifth with five million dollars. It's spooky like that. 2500 theaters and a, a place in the spotlight this week on the follow-up uh, so that is our spotlight film. we're gonna take a deeper dive at this see what critics are saying so it's got a 75% fresh on Rotten tamat 60% on Metacritic and a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDB but we don't care about what the critics say. We want to know what the real people like. We need to get out on the streets and talk to some real people. And as we all know, they don't get any realer than the IMDb user review section. Yes. They keep it a little too real when they're talking about their zesty cheese bread and cinnamon Trixie sticks. That they bought from Pizza Pipeline. I don't recall. <laughs> That's a round, a resounding endorsement of your own work. <laughs> Alright, so I'll start with a 10 out of 10 review from looking underscore work. Finally, a movie with a real man in it. Double exclamation point. First off, this is not a crime thriller. So if that's what you want, watch something else. This is a character study of a flawed man who is willing to do what others won't when he has a chance to prove his daughter's innocence. As I waited for the f- for thrills that never came, I became invested in his story and the life he made for himself overseas. So much so, I almost shed a tear near the end. Bill behaved like men do in the real world, as opposed to what woke Hollywood generally portrays them as. You should watch this movie just because of that. 29 out of 59. Found that helpful. About 50%. How How is that even like- Taking care of your family is a toxic masculine trait. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anything. Okay, so... As I recall, it's basically the Amanda Knox thing. His daughter's falsely accused of murdering her roommate and held in prison in France, I think, Marseille. <clears throat> so he goes to Marseille not knowing a word of French and tries to clear his daughter's name. And I guess he's there a while and builds a life for himself. Uh, all I know about this movie is uh, Jacques which isn't even a line from the movie. It's something we made up. It, this is not something I'm up on. I don't. I don't keep up with the celebrity gossip shit. Never once spend a TMZ.com. <laughs> I think they said it a lot in Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> of course, they did. All the sinless Twitter users (laughs) casting their stones. Oh no! He has Tourette syndrome. We should start a GoFundMe. <laughs> Okay, a lot of dumb people in the world. The beard. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt... I love this guy. He is my new favorite IMDb. Like, that was actually a pretty good review. I I feel like I have a gist of what this movie is about now. Um, He focused in on some, you know, low-level shit, but it was concise, and it said what it needed to say, and he was very positive about it. I admire his attitude. He says he loves movies and he goes every Friday to see new ones in the theater. He's probably double features. Look, look, this guy has 750 IMDB user reviews and he's been a member for 17 years. He doesn't date. He's not married. This is what he does, Peter. This is his life. This is the most important thing in the world to him. These reviews that were probably the first people to have read <laughs> Of him in a Jason Voorhees mask and a red tanked up. This is, this is a real man of genius moment for sure. Oh, shit. he has 994 reviews. We don't even have that many. And we've been doing a podcast for nearly six years. He has one for the Green Knight. Should we read it? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll we'll read it. We'll read it as part of our review for the Green Knight. We'll we'll let you know what this prolific reviewer. Uh, I'm sure he comes up first in every movie if you search by prolific reviewer, because I can't imagine there are too many people who have written more than 994 IMDb user reviews. <laughs> I've heard that that kicks off Revelation. (laughs) And two
0: backs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did not punish the sinful. I did not. Oh, hi, Christ. (laughs) Oh, he I'm pretty sure, like, you fucking pull down the zipper on the back of his skin suit. It's just the seven-headed serpent in there. Each head operating a limb like he's a fucking marionette. (laughs) Uh, okay. Uh... Matthias Buke has a 9 out of 10 review of Stillwater. Finally, a non-Hollywood, parentheses, Hollywood movie. <laughs> Let's find out what that means, shall we? The acting was great all around. The scenery was absolutely stunning. From live games featuring OM to no-goes of Mersey, I think that's spelled incorrectly. It all felt surreal. Who cares if it was loosely based on Amanda Knox's story? It was highly entertaining, However, if you have a short attention span, this movie is not for you. Go back to complaining about the world on Twitter. If you want to get your money's worth, I highly recommend this movie. Three out of 11 found this helpful. People don't like Twitter. Oh, this man only has one review, but he has lists. Let's see his top ten horror picks: Halloween, Three, Friday the Thirteenth, The Shining, Carrie, Paranormal Activity, Poltergeist, Demons, Halloween, Dress to Kill, Black Christmas. That's Elvis's favorite movie. I swear to God, it's true. <laughs>
0: I filled it with
1: I knew it'd be sad. No, it wasn't very. <laughs> I. We didn't fake it out very much, did we? <laughs> It just wasn't very good now, was it? <laughs> I like how very different all our Scottish accents sound from each other. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) That's we should We discussed... Oh, wait, that's right. We have one more review. Engineer. yay my mic is smoking I used to let the mic smoke now I slam it on the ground make sure it's broke um, yeah so we covered Space Jam Snake Eyes getting back to the box office here and seventh, down from second, nearly 70% drop. One that high to begin with, down to only $4 million. Five spots, and it's in 19 more theaters. That is one hell of a slide. Uh, speaking of slides, F9, the Fast Saga continues its slide down the rankings here. And out of 502 theaters, $2.66 million, Escape Room, Tournament of Champions, $2.36 million, down 36.4% from the previous week. Still good enough to hang in the top 10, but it's out of 729 theaters. It's not going to hang on for very much longer. And rounding out the top 10, down three spots as well, The Boss Baby, Family Business, $1.377 million this week, down 52% from the previous week, and out of nearly 1,000 theaters. So far to date, Boss Baby Family Business has brought in $54 million domestically, 17 internationally, and 71.37357, your free 57 Magnum special worldwide. Join us next week on Salvador Gigante. <laughs> I have no idea what Sabo is about. All right, then I guess that could be on there. Fifty three seasons. It's a Chilean program. Yeah, variety show, nineteen sixty two. Yeah, Spanish television's a lot more fun than US television. Like, our judge shows are, like, really serious. They've got, like, dun, dun, dun theme songs. There's goes Caso Cerato. <laughs> That's their music break. <laughs> the show is called Caso Serato. <laughs> That is wild. Made a run at it. Made a run at it. Yeah, I don't know how they fucking report that shit because, I mean, it was out for 80 weeks so clearly it had been flying under the radar for quite some time. Why don't you have adblock, Peter? (laughs) Why don't you have adblock? It's two clicks to install. I mean what's a movie if not like just like I mean Dragon Ball Z movies are like forty five minutes, basically an extended episode. I'm sure this will be similar deal. I could see that being a thing. Something like that. I thought, isn't Viacom owned by Warner Brothers? Oh I guess that is Paramount then. I just know it was on HBO Max at one point and I was like eh, I guess they just licensed it. Um Alright, we got some gaming news to discuss. Uh well, we all knew that with the whole blizzard situation there are gonna be more people coming forward. And now we have new allegations of a toxic culture at acclaimed indie studio Fulbright. Uh, Steve Gaynor has stepped down as creative lead and manager. Um, a report published by Polygon. Oh, yeah, that wonderful website. Claims that Gaynor was controlling and demeaning presence who saw himself as being
0: Okay, we're back after a little bit of
1: technical difficulty. Um, Windows 11, still a work in
0: progress. Yeah, um,
1: the chances are pretty good if you did not actively seek out installation of Windows eleven. You're not running Windows eleven. <laughs> um, I mean it's not bad. It's like the first time I've had anything like this happen to me. Um and it's a new update, so that might be a little worrying. Hot fix tomorrow, please. Uh anyway, so you you goons gobbled and ghouled on without me for a good Ten minutes. What would we end on? Yeah. Uh, All right. Oh uh, well, I lost my fucking tabs. <laughs> Recent's recently closed. I almost told you to wait until we started recording, Jake. <laughs> but we're already recording. I forgot that for a second there. Oh, no. This is gonna be a fun night. <laughs> I certainly fucking did. Jesus. LG Rhythm, here I come. Tap dancing my way into America's hearts. Um, I don't even know what a Hades 2 would be. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a it's and it's like it's like one of those things where would I like to see a slay the spire 2? Sure. But what is a slay the spire too? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's they're like DLCs. I do. In fact, I I think I played the game with the the most recent game with the last like true not not called a DLC but called an expansion. You paid like thirty nine ninety nine for it and it came in a big box and that was Dragon Age uh Awakening. Taco off the taco, Lazy Susan. <laughs> well, it was like when Mass Effect 3 came out, and they're like, oh yeah, uh Javik is now a day one DLC. It's already on the disc, but uh, EA want EA want bank account go burr. Um so you, you gotta pay 999! on top of the 59 dollars you just paid for the game to access this character, that's pretty important to the story. <laughs> uh, i it's making the it's making the media rounds again this week though. So I think maybe they they brought an access to it. I've heard the gunplay is pretty good. what a maneuver um yeah so firefox has lost 46 million users over the last 3 years um yeah firefox is the default browser on a lot of linux distributions including my favorite one pop os um so i've used it pretty recently and it's just uh it feels behind the times even you know honestly i I might take some shit for saying this but i think microsoft edge is a better browser than google chrome right now it's edge is like chrome back in the heyday of chrome before it got all bloated down Oh, yeah, I had to try to sign into the SoundStuds YouTube account to upload videos. And because I did it in the fucking same Chrome profile or whatever, I kept getting this thing about, oh, an unsecured device tried to access your account, change your password. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I thought, at first, I thought it was because I had my VPN on. I'm like, oh, that's happened before. It's kicked me out. in didn't like that. So I turn it off and I try it again. Still the same shit. I changed the password like four times. It's like, I just need to upload videos. Yeah. Yeah. So Chrome, or Edge rather, is built on Chromium, which is the open source framework of Chrome. Um... Chrome is all the shit Google throws on top, but Chromium's open source. So uh, Edge is Microsoft taking that base code and then building up their own browser on it, but they didn't really add in a, too much shit. Like all the things you like about Chrome work in Edge, but it it uses a lot less resources than Chrome does. That's where I got to using it. It, like, it, like, came up as my default and wouldn't let me change it back to Chrome. I'm like, you know what? Let me try it out. And to be honest, I didn't notice any difference in, like, usability versus Chrome. Uh, All the extensions pretty much worked the same because it's built on the same fucking base code. Um, and it just, it ran a lot lighter. It was, it was snappier as responsive. Um, I don't care for their, like, default home screen. Uh... But you can probably change that. I just didn't really poke around with it too much. But Firefox, yeah, it has a lot of similar features, but managing and installing extensions is a lot uh, more of a cumbersome task than it is on Edge or Chrome. Uh, So there's just real no reason to use it uh, because it's not like you can't get... It used to be... Popular because it was the like the only the best browser you could get on Linux. Uh, but now, like Chromium runs fine on Linux, and there's probably even like a Safari build or an Opera build on Linux. Also, if you want to be super hipster and not only run Linux as your daily driver, but use Opera as your daily driver web browser. Um. Uh, <laughs> Be interesting. The before time. Yeah. Um, and that's about it for that. Let's talk about the Green Knight. Uh, This probably won't be very long because I don't feel like I can fairly critique this movie based on the form in which it was presented to me. I think I f- yes. I, I, I read a lot of the reviews of this movie and many most of them all praise the visual element more so than any other aspect of the film. But I could not really enjoy the visual element of this film. lots of lights baby I mean wasn't the I like the better one where they actually had the fucking sevens come down on the slot overlaid the actual fucking movie uh literally the only one yeah uh I thought about fucking do as if it was like, do I draw the Brooklyn as I'm trying to fucking <laughs> power through this? If I can, I don't, I don't know that I'm going to like be banging down the door to see this again. Cause like I followed the story. Okay. And I don't really think it's that engaging. Um, it's a very slow pace, which isn't necessarily bad. But they don't really build much of anything. Until, like, the very end. That's the only time they build, like, any sort of anticipation uh, towards this final conflict. Uh, The rest of the sim just kind of doing stuff that maybe relates to the broader thing, maybe doesn't. Uh, Kind of pseudo-philosophical in that way. Don't spoil the ending to this 14th century poem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like the fucking, the little belt that he had. Like, jeez, how many times do you have to, like, show important? <laughs> so you could maybe dial that back a little bit. Um, yeah, I, you yeah. Yeah, it kind of jumped... or I don't know if it jumped around or, or not. Or it was just kind of confusing with how they framed the time of it. Um, I also might have missed a few things. Because, like, at first, I thought, like... The, this was happening fast. Like, this whole... It wasn't going to be another year from now. The Christmas that they had the, the throwdown. Um, And, uh... Yeah, and they jumped... Cause he's doing his thing and it's like springtime and then it jumps and it's like, oh, it's just the 21st of December. You only slept a day. And I was like, when did we get to December? (laughs) How long was he fucking that ghost? The vibes! Well, like, I'd I'd like to see it... I'd like to see it in its full visual splendor. But I don't want to go to the theater, because this is probably something that I'd want to fast-forward through in a few spots. Because it just... It is plodding in a couple spaces, and it was, like, very difficult to kind of force myself through. But probably, if it looked better, it'd be a little easier, but... Still, I, I think... I think it actually, you know, in some ways, maybe I'm glad I watched the shitty potato version because now I can evaluate the movie for its, its story and not the eye candy it tries to dress it up with. I believe the Iliad is technically an epic poem. Well, yeah, they're just different stanzas, I believe, that's referred to. Um, But yeah, like, I don't know what is the technical classification of a poem. Because, like, they don't even have to rhyme and shit. There's different things like that. And, like, the Iliad, which, when printed in the standard book size, is, like, 1,100 pages, is also a poem.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was before they even had the Rhyming Dictionary. I guess that would be the the classification that gets the Iliad, and this, and there is Stanzic structure. I haven't yeah i i' would have to read them to to know that for sure, but <laughs> that's a shockingly enlightened take from you, Jake. <laughs> that's a sh- The New Yorker. Oh, right. When he uh, spills his... uh... Uh, I'd say maybe wait for it to come to him, but I don't think this is something that you have to rush out to the theater to see. I don't feel like your your life is going to be Well, well, no, come to VOD once it's out of, out of theaters. Um but like I don't think this is something you have to see in the theater, you know. Like your life isn't going to be significantly altered because you saw The Green Knight, you know. It's not one of those releases. Yeah, no well I... <laughs>
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. ooh, ooh. i what I'm saying is just don't you don't have to see it in the theater you can wait for it to come out on free streaming services and then watch it later. Well, the point is waiting. You're doing waiting. You're not going out today to see the movie in the theater. (laughs) This was definitely supposed to come out Christmas time. I have zero doubt about that. He gets his... Well, I mean, it was... I, they kind of spoil it for you right in the beginning. <laughs> you yeah, you will get the same same wound in a year. And well, he didn't he didn't trust the the power of his magic cumrag. the butterfly effect yeah Hallucination. Like we, we're meant to assume this is what will become of him if he if he tanks this this hit here for his team and hard carries. Um and it's you know he has a a bastard child and uh kid dies, he's a reviled king, and then he takes his cum rag off and his head falls off, and then he does it in real life and gets his head cut off. Uh I guess. To make him grow as a person. Yeah, I did see that on the one where trying to like kill Wedomir is like
0: a and also Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I was kind of like cut out. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh this <laughs>
1: Yeah, who really knows what is here, what is real? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, like the whole first, like all of this movie right up until the end, it was just him being a dick and getting the constant facing the consequence right? and very sudden character growth at the end <laughs> <laughs> the vibes. <laughs> then I think this movie is... Yeah, I think this movie is... Uh, for a specific type of moviegoer. I don't think a lot of general audiences are going to enjoy this one too much. Uh, it is very slow. Um, it's... if If you're interested in the fable or a fan of Dev Patel, um, you know, it's here. It's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. I don't, uh, feel it's particularly, uh, at least maybe the visual direction changes the, uh, take here. That's very possible. But, uh, I don't think it does anything particularly spectacular. Um, as a movie to make me say oh you gotta drop what you're doing and go see The Green Knight yeah sure watch it when it comes to like Prime Video or HBO Max or wherever but uh, I don't think you have to, to drop what you're doing to go see it well that's why I said when it comes to HBO Max and you're like oh Green Knight I remember hearing about this clicky Yeah. When when it comes available to you. <laughs> I don't know. I I think I think theaters deserve to burn because that's what spawned this fucking atrocity of a green night rip we had to watch. If it weren't for theaters we wouldn't have had to deal with that shit. Johnny comes in with a butterfly knife. <laughs> a, can't be that hard. Um, all right, yes, yeah, so that's episode 275 of the Siren Studs podcast. Um, I guess we're going to have to push Jungle Cruise back another week because the Suicide Squad is out tomorrow. And that's gonna be something we need to to review. So, as of I, but I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> I have my own opinions. I know. Um, <laughs> it's whatever the YouTuber or TikToker you've been watching. All right, so that's that. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a stream this Saturday. i trying to make some plans to do some things. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to have have a time slot. Open to me. Peter also won't be here, so that's going to be a little, uh, you know, limiting in what we can start. Um, so... Uh, Stay tuned to our Twitter for that at stud Saturn. Saturn dot com has links to website well oh, SaturnStuds dot com is the website. Uh it's links to YouTube, has uh other fun archive episodes, Twitter, social media, all that stuff. And until next time, be well, stay safe, and party like it's nineteen ninety five.